Hello, hello, hello. Hi. Hello. 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 Hi. Hello. Hello. Bonjour. I made it official today. Yes. Twitter has been deactivated. Deactivated. No. No. Yes. And you're never going to see the big Twitter rant shaming I had this afternoon. You know, I don't Twitter shame anymore. We went the stacked, right? I, one, of the, one of the reasons I stopped was because it was so easy to shame. I mean, look at what yeah. I did. Remember the last time? I mean, it was so easy for me to just shame. And I got into the habit of just doing that. Yeah, I, I don't normally do it. but So we were at stacked. And I noticed the bartender was putting the bar receipts on top and in the beer. Oh, yeah. All right. So I asked my waitress. I showed her a picture. I'm like, please make sure she doesn't do this to our beer. She's like, okay, 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 okay. And she was gone. And I could see over by the bar. And I saw there was a pair of beers with some paper on top. I'm like, fuck. So I went over by the bar to see who picked them up. Waitress picked them up. Took them to our table. I was walking behind her. I'm like, you're not giving me those beers. And like, there was paper. And she, and she was first lying about it. She's like, no, it wasn't. That's not what happened. Like, I was standing right there. You know, and if she would have said, sorry, I'm busy, I forgot. But, you know, flat out denied it. <laughs> so, uh, I don't, we live in now. You, I don't that, that's see, what you do. You just, you simply say it's not my reality. And I uh, don't, see myself, don't see myself going back to stacked anymore mm. anytime soon because of that. She could handle it so many ways, but. She said, she said fake news, and she, that's, it, this is exactly what she did. She said she picked the paper out of the thing, crumpled it up, and threw it to the side, and then said, "I didn't do it." Yeah, and then she was like, "We try to make excuse. That's what I always do, or something." Like I asked you, and you said, "Sure, I will make sure that doesn't happen." You know, because there's there's BPA powder on those receipts. Not what I want in my beer. I'm sure you'll be fine. Yes, but still. Right. I mean, like, yeah, if, if there was, maybe you're deathly allergic to BPA, right? You know, you're not, but yes. I don't know anyone who is. But anyway, I don't know. But no, I did not see your epic Twitter shaming yes. because. <laughs> yeah, that's just, this is irresponsible. Yeah. Yeah. So that that seems like a deserving shaming. Mm-hmm. So like this is one of those. I'm, I'm holding onto one of these sockets. It's a multi socket, right? It can it can change. It has all these push pins in it, yep. so that it could adapt to any size socket for a socket wrench. Yes. Uh, I don't know how good this one is because they're all. There's not that many push pins. Mm-hmm. There's only like twenty, and they're kind of big, and they're plastic. Uh, the reason I have this was remember that church sale where they had the big tent sale and oh, all yeah. that stuff. So at the very end on Sunday, like at six o'clock, they have a box sale where you get like a big box twice the size of that blue apron box for five bucks. Okay, and you just whatever fits in the box, five bucks. Ah. So like I grabbed like all the sockets, like the, the, like I went through the tools and was just like. Like you, you don't even have to be picky, right? You're Good, just like, that, do you have a do you have an extra socket wrench set? Because I need one. I probably don't have a whole set, no. but I, 
but no, I probably do have, let me go through what I got and, um, I need at least the socket wrench part. Yeah, let me see what I have. I didn't get, I didn't pick up, I just picked up the sockets. I didn't pick up any socket wrenches, but I think I have a spare one, a quarter inch drive like this one. Well, I don't want to, if it's, if it's the only one you have. No, no, I think I have two quarter inch drives. So, um, yeah, let me go through that and sort all my sockets, make sure there's like no ones that I, you know, am missing from my collection. But yeah, I was like, you know, basically this thing closes in an hour they probably just dumpster everything that's left. So like mm-hmm. fill up the box. So like, I wasn't picky. I grabbed like all the sockets and <laughs> no, I, I think those, I mean, yeah. I can see that being useful, particularly in a bind. Yeah. When you're like, just, I, I got to fix something now. And yeah. So. And the other thing I picked up, I picked up a bunch of different things, but the other thing I picked up was like, I am like, they had a box full of wall warts, you know, power adapters for things. Nobody wants power adapters except for like, nerdy ass me right like i'm always looking for things mm-hmm. five volts or 12 volts to power little projects and right, stuff right so like i basically took like all the wall warts too cool and hey you can take them apart and like, when you have to when you have to buy the wall warts they're like 12 15 a piece and now i got like 25 of them for five i don't think bucks. i've ever heard that term wall warts but i mean no? i get it but i okay i never heard it it's a fairly common term, I think, but it may it may very well yes. be. It's just I've never power heard. bricks. Power bricks, I've heard. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, but a wall wart? No, I don't think I've ever heard of that one. But it, I, I I got it immediately. Yeah. So yeah, it's a good it's a good one. Good mm-hmm. good euphemism. Um. Uh, so I I have been rewatching the Expanse, and okay. I think here's what I think you should do. Okay. Skip everything until season three, episode seven. Okay, just because it essentially restarts. It 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 uh, it's at the point where the show is the best it's ever been. It basically restarts and, and reminds you who everybody is and what and what the stakes are and all that at a really interesting point in the story. Okay, I think it's it's almost like designed to be a point where you can just pop in. And there are seven episodes, and I'd say if you don't like those seven episodes, then you wouldn't want to go back and watch it. But that way you don't have to, uh, you're not being mm-hmm. thrown to, you have to go back and watch all three seasons. And, and I, and Greg says it gets good up in the third season. Uh, <laughs> I need to invest all this time to yeah, lay the foundation. Yeah. I mean, like j- just watching it, I was realizing there it's slow at points it's it takes its time uh and it's it's nice i think to go back and rewatch but as somebody who was like who who really got into it this year more or less i got into it you know actually i, I watched season one and two before the season three started but i really enjoyed the season the most and going back and watching like that, that episode i realized oh you can just start from here and get and the lay of the land and especially since you have a you have an understanding mm-hmm. of the first season yeah the lay of the land is already set before you bunch of really interesting stuff happens it's non-stop interesting stuff okay so uh i would say yeah just season three episode seven till 13 i would love to hear your your report okay i will uh, so this week i watched uh it's a show on netflix that came out of denmark called the rain it's another post-apocalyptic. There's a virus in the rain that kills people, and uh, <laughs> but no, there was so there was 
the one thing I wanted to talk about was okay. So let me give you a little bit of the premise, right? So this episode can okay. be seated more firmly. Yes. So there's there's two main characters, uh, a pair of siblings. And their dad works at the lab who is kind of responsible for the whole disaster. But he also is responsible for saving the younger sibling boy's life because he was sick. And it's kind of all related to the same viral outbreak thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when like the viral laden poison rain starts falling over Denmark, over I guess Copenhagen, um, they run to a bunker. Right? And could, you, uh, could you please turn me up? Not all the way up. Chocolate rake. So they go to a bunker, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's a super bunker. It's stocked for years and years. It's all shiny and like super scientific. And the dad leaves to go save the world. And so it's the mom and the two kids. Like an hour later, less than an hour later, someone's banging on the bunker door. It's some guy that was on the highway that saw them, right? And followed them. And the kids think it's the dad. So they run out there against the mom's wishes, opens the door, and the mom gets put out into the rain and dies right away. So now it's the two kids living in a bunker for five years. And that kind of goes through real fast. So now they're like both probably like 17 and 21. So so that's the setup. Yeah. So they're like 17 and 21. And they're five years of food. They're running out of food in the bunker. But the bunker shows a whole network of bunkers. So they were going to make their way to the next bunker and try to get into that and stuff. And then they meet up with this, 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 the, the, in this episode, they're the bad guys. They basically block all the air vents. So they start to suffocate and have to come out. And then they force their way in. And then they, they team up with these people. But that's, sorry, that, I'm not, I'm not, yeah. I'm just, I'm, okay. That's the whole setup. So you got these, this paramilitary guy who used to work for like the uh, Danish um, army or something. Yeah. And a couple other people he's picked up along the way. They force their way in. But because the girl has knowledge of the other bunkers and she breaks the iPad right there with the map, he has to take her with her, right? So there's this whole setup where they're going and each episode kind of has a new struggle. It's very, it's very episodic. There's mm-hmm. one episode where they find this mansion with a bunch of people in it and it, it's, it's culty, right? It's like, come on in, you'll be safe and whatnot. And they're super nice. Mm-hmm. And there's no expectations. They have clean water. It's like the first shower these people other than the two kids that are living in the bunker the, the awesome super bunker first shower these people taken in five years because water's poison you know that kind of thing which they never really cover how you get drinking water in the entire series if water like all the water is tainted all the water is tainted they never really cover how these people have lived past the first week um but in theory you could get all of your water from food in theory, but yeah. you'd probably be like emaciated. I mean, it would not. Yeah. So they never really cover that so much. But so they get to this whole cult thing, right? And there's all these undertones of something is going on. And half the team thinks it's really nice. The other half is kind of skeptical. And then they're invited to the monthly celebration of the dinner meal, right? Oh. It's a sacrament type thing, right? It's some sort of sacrifice happens. Well... They eat the food, and as soon as the food's over, the guy's like, now that we have partake, you must open your fortune cookie type thing, and if the flower's in it, you must give up your body to, because they eat human, right? They're cannibals, right? Mm-hmm. But they sacrifice one human a month for the meal, and it just keeps on going, and they hope, in the, the whole religious part is, you know, you'll live forever in the bodies of the other people. But there is no... Once pre- a month? Yeah. Well, that's it. There's no premise... To 
why the sacrifice is in there. It has nothing to do with their living because these people are farming. Like, that's the other thing. Like, because all the water's bad, I guess these people, like, and, you know, there's not vegetable gardens around, but these people have vegetable gardens, so they're, like, super off tomatoes and stuff like that. And, sure, the the episode wanted to be like, oh, but there's a gotcha from this utopia. You got to eat people. Soiling green is people, mm-hmm. you know? But they never established why it was necessary other than, like, maybe the, the cult leader said so. just has this, right. you know, sadistic streak to him. I mean, while, while irrationality certainly is something that we know can happen, it doesn't make for a good story, right? Yeah. <laughs> you need... there. It's much better if there's justification for something rather than there being... It being just a random thing that happens. Well, that's it. That's not satisfying. I'm like, I'm like, wait, but why? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, they're allowed. So the one, the one girl, draws the flower, right? So one of the new groups, she's the one supposed to be sacrificed. You would think that a good cult would be like, but well, we don't. It's your first time. It's okay. But then the the girl who drew it had befriended one of the old lady, like they remind reminded her of her mom, reminded her of her daughter type thing. So she sacrificed herself to the mm. the cult, and then after the meal, you're free to leave. Right? It's like it's not like you got to stay around again, or you've you you're in the group and you mm-hmm. can't. You have to escape. No, you're free to leave. But if you open up that fortune cookie, and it's your turn, you're not leaving. How right? many people are in this? The bunker? cult, yeah. the bunker. Uh, I'd say about thirty. And they had to eat somebody once a month. But they—they I mean they pulled in six people. This, you know, in this episode, right? So, but they, it seems like the, the six people left, right? They did. Yeah. <laughs> You'd think most people wouldn't stick around, knowing yeah. that I, I, in thirty months <laughs> they're well, going to be dead. You know, it's it's this whole post-apocalyptic. You know, it's it's hard life out there. So, like, there was there was only like you really didn't get to learn. You learned, like, two characters, right? The mom character that gave herself up and then the cult leader guy, mm-hmm. right? But there was one shot towards the end when the people are, like, getting out of town. Like, all the other people sitting at the tables. And, you know, there was young couples there and stuff like that. And to me, I appreciated the story, like, well, you know what? These odds are better than my odds out there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm living in peace. I have a 1 in 30 chance of biting it but if i'm but, living out there i'm being miserable and have a much higher chance but of a one in 30 chance per year i can see but what yeah. if it's a per month thing yeah then that means you've got a year well, as long as they keep replenishing tops. if they keep replenishing though you know if yeah if, if it's if you aren't adding to the pool yeah. then the odds get worse every single time so of course everyone wants to recruit people who wander by the mansion um are there? I mean, are there just enough people wandering randomly around? Oh, there's that, a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then, then why didn't you go? I don't, I don't know what the I don't know the cannibalism thing was. There was no necessity for it, and that was, I mean, if, if it was like a situation where you have to be in these bunkers, the outside is poison, death for anything outside, then you could justify it if you do like a yearly thing. But with with it, if it's not absolutely deadly to be outside because enough people are just wandering around that there's plenty of people anytime it rains you, if you like if the rain falls on you you're dead in minutes that's how fast this virus goes from your skin into your okay but i mean you can find like <laughs> yeah. things to shelter yeah right yeah and it's just rain not like 
rivers and if you no no so there was one episode where this lady had kind of jumped across a muddy culvert and got wet and she was getting sick they shot her and then there was a there was a worry where one of the characters stepped in a puddle but his foot didn't get wet so he was okay but it has to be rainwater like oceans don't the you learn a little bit more later in the episode where the final scene of the episode shows you that this this medical company is actually has evil designs and wants to control the world like they actually did this on purpose like and they but it's a local like it's in the local weather system like they're talking about spreading this thing globally now but they what they need is the 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 young sibling the the boy who was like sick before the whole plague um his dad did some off the books treatment to him he's immune to the turns out he's immune to the virus so they want to capture it's him. It's a virus. It's a virus in the rain. Yes. It's a virus that kills like that. Yes. Yep. Of course. But <laughs> they so they want to capture him so they can have an anecdote, antidote or a vaccine to it. So they have better control, mm-hmm. but they have designs on taking this plague worldwide to control the world type thing. So like it got like super villainy like right in the last second like you know up until then it could have been an accident it could have been this or that but no they took it super villainy at the very end and it's one of those netflix shows where it's from denmark right so it's dubbed Mm -hmm. so um it takes a little while get used to the lip syncing not matching up and um i think it's from from denmark and it's dumb (laughs) it wasn't dumb but you know, I'm a sucker for those end of the world type things. I know you are, but and <laughs> you know, and, and I, it's it's cool. You, you you like what you like, but it, you're not you're not inspiring confidence. In no, what, I wasn't trying yeah, to. I'm not yeah. trying to pitch this one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I so, just wanted to. So talk. that's why I say I thought you would agree with me that yeah, yeah. it's dumb. I mean, I just, it, it's okay that you like dumb things. I like no, dumb things too. Yeah. But it was that that was that one episode that stood out. Like you know, you, okay, let's play cannibals. Okay, but why? Oh, I don't know. Let's not let's not cover that. Right. You know, if you're going to go to Cannibal, you need to there, that. you need to explore that story a little bit. It's a lot of a lot of the premise of of, of Star Trek is like that. that. That's why. Well, that's what the society does. <laughs> you know, just <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Uh, so it's. I mean, it has conflict built into it, right? But mm-hmm. it, it just you know, usually there is like a line or two explaining it, though, justifying it. Yeah, there wasn't really. There was this whole, you know. There was the culty justification of, maybe that's it. Maybe the guy just wanted to run a cult and wanted to be a cannibal. But there was like, like you could have, you could have worked the story, where everyone was malnourished except for the cult people because they're uh-huh. getting protein or right. something, right? Even, yeah. even though you know these people running through the woods or you know. You know they're not malnourished, but you still could have, or or just ha- it didn't have you to. You could have just made to, that story. It, it it didn't have to be rational as long as as long as there was yeah. a story behind it, right? It could be a religious revelation that somebody got, yeah. right? That's all. Just have have it say, you know, and I received the revelation from. Okay, that's it. That's your justification. Just something. Yeah. See, I was looking for something to make the cannibalism necessary to provide the utopia, right? And there wasn't, right? They could have lived in Utopia and not eat each other. Mm-hmm. That's what bugged me. So. Yeah, but did, did they have? Was it? Was there like a story of how they came to the idea of? They didn't. See, flesh... At least most of Star Trek's I'm thinking of, yeah. they do that. They, they'll right. they'll give you that two line. 
or you know yeah. that that one scene where there's a justification of some sorts, even if mm-hmm. it is stupid, there well, is a you justification. Know, Klingon sacrifice of some kind or something, you know it. Right, and and they even even if it's Klingons, which we know they reestablish, and mm-hmm. and Klingons are honorable, or Klingons do this and that. They just they just the one or two lines to re, yeah. to establish the premise, just in case you're the first time you're watching, you know, just so that it gets across. There's a reason for it. It's madness, but there's a reason for it. Yeah, it, it's it's dumb to not have reasons for things in stories. What what's the name of the the sound people that do the sound effects? Fully, fully. These shows on Netflix, it must be like it must be a heyday for the Foley artist because <laughs> there was another one that I turned on. It was I forget what it was called. I didn't like it very much the first couple of scenes, but it was a dark comedy from uh, Spain, right? And it's not like you're just people people dubbing because they have to recreate the entire soundscape, right, right? right? Because you can't just like take out a voice easily and put in the English voices. So the Foley artists, you know, are probably having a heyday dubbing all these shows for Netflix. <laughs> I just recently read somewhere that said, uh, I think it was on Fark, it was a link that was a study that said if you took an entire year and you spent that time, like it was your work, like eight hours a day for the entire year, then you could, it is possible for you to watch all of the new stuff that Netflix puts on there. (laughs) Like they found out that yes, you can. If you if it was your job, watch all of the content that Netflix is putting. Yeah. So just in case, <laughs> I found a new comedian last night. Oh, what's his name? Um, this new guy, I really like. Can't think of his name. His last name was Martin. I was wondering if he was Steve Martin's kid. He had a he had like a Russian first name though. Dimitri. Yeah, Dimitri Martin. That's it. Uh, it, it, it. It's not the old. It wasn't Dimitri Martin. On, didn't he have a uh, Comedy Central show? He might have. He, he's a little bit like. Um, oh, I can't think of anyone's name right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he has two specials on Netflix. A new one, which I saw because it just popped up, yeah, and then show I, called Important Things with Dimitri. Okay. Martin. Yeah, he does a bunch of really... Sh- like, he was on The Daily Show for a while. Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay. He does like observation type jokes yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, in his new special, he did some, some drawing. He had a flipboard with drawings. and it was... That's his shtick, yeah. Most of his shtick is drawing and, and piano stuff. Too, yeah, I yeah. No, I, I, I enjoyed his, his comedy. Nothing really too deep, but for some light comedy, you know, like, but not stupid. I, I thought... I thought As was... I remember, he's... He's kind of he has a deadpan style, right? He, he's pretty deadpan. It's kind yeah. of like um, who's the guy that does the like Stephen Wright? No, no, the, they have, the guy that has the show on Comedy Central, the um, ah, dumb Starbucks. Uh, oh, Nathan Fielder. Nathan Fielder. You know, kind of. I mean, that's what when I first saw like the trailer on Netflix. Nathan Fielder is a lot more subversive than Dimitri Martin. Yeah, but when I saw the trailer, right, I'm like. I kind of got the feel. Oh, this guy's kind of like mm-hmm. Nathan Fielder. Let's give it a try. And yeah, yeah. No, I mean, no, I think Dimitri Martin's funny. I, I think Nathan, I mean, Nathan yeah. Fielder is to me like on another level. Yeah, no, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Dimitri Martin is like between Carrot Top and Nathan <laughs> Fielder, right? He's funny. He's funny. He's, he's, he's right, he's, but yeah. he has a couple things that are you know on the road towards 
prop comedy and things mm -hmm. like that with the pictures and stuff. So but I enjoyed it. It was, you know, I was on the computer doing things and let that play. And there were some pretty, um, pretty raw jokes in there. You know, things like you, I wouldn't want to say in front of public. <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, I do want to talk about the elevator game but we can wait till the post show for that okay so let's do some beer sounds like a plan alright